On this episode of the AC Sports Report, we have Dr. Andrew Livingston. Dr. Livingston is the Regional Director of True Sports Physical Therapy and a physical therapist. Hey fans, this is Connor Newcomb from the Locked on Orioles podcast. If you love high school sports, you will love VarsitySportsNetwork.com, the area's premier source of high school sports coverage. VSN specializes in daily game coverage, feature articles on local teams and athletes, video highlights and interviews, and the area's most comprehensive presentation of schedules, scores, and standings. Boys and girls sports, big schools and small, everyone is important on Varsity Sports Network. Check it out now at VarsitySportsNetwork.com. That's VarsitySportsNetwork.com. If you've been looking for someone that talks about youth sports in the DMV, from basketball to football, volleyball, soccer, lacrosse, baseball, and softball, you've found it. We are the authority. We are the authority. This is the AC Sports Report. There's a thriving community of youth sports in the DMV, and we cover it all. From interviews to game reports to player scouting, public and private schools, and we even cover the college recruiting process. This is the AC Sports Report, and here's your host, John Miller. Dr. Lewiston. Can I call you Andrew? Yes, totally, please. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So, uh, True Sports, I guess you're a sports physical therapist primarily, and I tend to jump right into the meat of the conversation and ask about all the injuries you're treating, but I'm going to try not to. I'm going to withhold <laughs> because we need to learn a little bit more about Andrew. Did you play high school sports, sir? Yeah, so growing up, um, I played football from age 6 till 24-ish. Um, but yeah, growing up high school, I played football. Um, did a little bit of other sports, a little bit of baseball, a little bit of basketball. Wasn't super good at those. Um, stuck primarily with track and field. And then my senior year, I wrestled as well. Nice. So you're you're a big guy. I'm, I'm guessing you still work out. So <laughs> let's see. Position. I'm going to say you're probably not a safety or a corner. A little bit too big. What position did you play, Andrew? I uh, played defensive end uh, at Lebanon Valley College and then up through high school too. Hold on now. Now, defensive ends usually have chips on your shoulder. They're usually their motors always running, and they really want to get to the ball. Is, is that still the case here? Yeah, yeah. I think that that kind of bleeds into me working too much today. So, yeah, you did. It took us a while to get this scheduled, and I, I really appreciate you accommodating and, and showing up here and, and making this happen. I think it's going to be really cool information because there's probably a, a few students out there that are in high school or thinking about a career in healthcare, and hopefully we'll learn a little something about um, PT along the way. You went to college. Yes. Did you play sports in college? I played football in college. Um, went to Lebanon Valley College over in uh, Anvil, Pennsylvania. I usually say Hershey because no one knows where that is. Yeah, Hershey helps. Thank you. So big school, <laughs> little school? Little school. I think 1,600 total. And you had to get an undergrad in something other than physical therapy, correct? Correct. So they have a program. It's three and three. It's an accelerated program. I did not get into that at high school. Um, so I went in as a sociology major, not quite sure how I was going to make the PT thing happen. Um, switched as a sophomore to biology because I mirrored the um, prerequisites closest. And then um, I, I got my degree in biology. And um, in that process, took a year off from football, so still had a year of eligibility left. And my coach really helped me decide and pushed me towards um, staying at Lebanon Valley, getting into the program for physical therapy finally. Um, so ended up playing my last season of football eligibility in my first grad year in PT school. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit the pause button here because you just told me a whole lot, and my, my, my mind is spinning <laughs> a little bit here. So Lebanon Valley is in her, outside of Hershey. Yep. 
and it's a D3 sports school. Correct. So there's no sports scholarships. Correct. So you not only played football, which is probably like a full-time job, but you probably had a full-time load in sociology and biology. can't be easy. Biology was tough. That was a that was a tough major to get into after after going from sociology to, to that. Yes. And then on top of that, you decide to go to graduate school and play football for a year. Correct. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm keeping yep. up because you're saying it like, <laughs> eh, you know, I just kind of did this. This is all good. You know, I made this happen. It's 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 all right. Pretty pretty good stuff. Appreciate that. Thank I guess you. I guess you had your motor was running then. Uh, always. Is it still? It, it still is, and a lot of caffeine too. So. So we have uh, graduate. You're in graduate school now, and you're in. Graduate school for PT. You played a year of football. What was the mascot out there? What was what, who'd you play for? It was the uh, Lebanon Valley Flying Dutchman. Is the, is the full name? Okay, that's again. We, we there's a pattern here. We're gonna get to something later on where we talk about these names are too long, but we we'll try not to make fun <laughs> of it right now. All right. So PT school was that hard? Was it easy? Tell me about PT school. It was a lot. So it wasn't necessarily as as hard as some people say it is. It's just a lot of volume in those three years of PT school. Um, so it's not just, uh, you know, a 45 minute class. These are two hour classes, three hour classes. Then on top of that, you have three to four hour labs on top of the, on, on top of that too. And then going home and, and studying the material because it's just kind of given to you in class. Now you got to take it on your own and, and incorporate it in a way that you understand and that you learn it. So two interesting things come to mind for me. Did you have to take gross anatomy? Yes. Twice. Great. So, like the full cadaver, knowing the parts, and, yep. and okay, strong work there, Andrew. I, I'm <laughs> not sure I could do that. But anyway, as a PT, you decided to get into sports PT. There's there's plenty other specialties, I guess, mm-hmm. in, in PT that you could have got into. You, neurology, and give me a couple of those because my mind is hitting a blank. Cardiology? Yeah, so there's, there's cardiovascular specialists, there's oncology specialists, geriatrics, pediatrics. I mean, you name it, there's a niche in, in the physical therapy realm. And sports is probably, they're probably all hard to get into and they all have their challenges, but sports, especially for a young person who's into sports, is probably a popular one to get into. It's very popular. What Did you have to do an internship at the end of school and how hard was that to get one? So in school, you, you have to take certain, um, certain classifications, so acute care in the hospital, um, rehabilitation also in, in the hospital setting too. And once you do that, at least in our program, you could choose then a, another specialty that you wanted to pursue. So I pursued a, um, a rotation at Exos, which is out in Phoenix, Arizona. There's a couple different locations, but um, that was way more sports specific. And that's when I really understood that this is what I wanted to do. That's cool. Out to Phoenix. It was, it was warm. You're, you're probably preparing for those warm Baltimore summers before you knew it. It was a great time. It was a great time. <laughs> now you end up at True Sports PT. Why yes. True Sports? What's going on there? So True Sports Physical Therapy um, really stuck out to me to jump on, on into the company because it, it's one-on-one physical therapy. Um, and with athletes, as the name suggests, um, with athletes, you really need that one-on-one to get them back to the level that they're looking to return to. Um, anywhere from even youth sports up to professionals who we see, that one-on-one time is what separates us from most other places um, that you'll receive physical therapy from. So you're the regional director of this. Is, is there? Tell me, walk me through your day. What I mean, obviously, you don't do podcast every day, or maybe you do. I, this could be you know, it's Monday podcast day. But walk me through a typical day for uh, Andrew Livingston, the physical therapist at True Sports Physical Therapy. Sure. Um, so for me, it's it's get up. My schedule is a little bit different. Um, I work usually later in the evening, just because of the patients that we see. A lot of the kids have school, so I start my day a little bit later, probably around nine or ten. Um, I'll check emails for an hour or so and then go in and start treating patients anywhere from, you know, 10, 10, 45, um, 
all the way through till about 7, 7.45, depending on the day. Um, and that's pretty consistently just patient care for the most part. Now, obviously, we're bringing on new new clinicians. That's part of my job, too, and overseeing some of the uh, facilities and, and operations. But the majority of my day is still um, treating, which is what I love to do. So where do you, there's a, there's a bunch of locations. Is there one particular one or one or two that you typically work out of? Yeah, so I oversee um, our White Marsh facility, our Bel Air facility, and our most recently open clinic, and our first one outside of the state, uh, York, Pennsylvania facility. So you, if, if it was a plane involved, you'd be getting some frequent flyer miles, I guess, going from place <sighs> to place, but it's not that far apart. It's not that far apart. Not I that w- far. I wish it, a plane would be nice, though. You talked about as a student, you went out to Phoenix. Do you guys take students? Uh, we do take students, yes. So we have a clinical coordinator who who takes you know requests from different schools and and helps us uh, figure out where those students would be. Very cool. We've been talking a lot about um, healthcare stuff, and and I don't want people to think that this is should replace you know actually talking to a PT or going out. But this podcast is not intended to replace going to a healthcare professional. So this is my disclaimer for anybody that's listening. You know, if you if you're listening to to what Dr. Livingston is uh, saying. He's going to obviously represent himself the best he can, but you should talk to your physical therapist, your doctor, and stuff like that. With that in mind, I'm curious. So you're getting a lot of sports-related you know, injuries. And I know physical therapy probably – I don't know, I think. Actually, that's why I'm asking you this. <laughs> I think physical therapy usually deals with people that are injured and trying to get back to the sport that they love to, you know, to do. Is there anything, is there, for one, is there a common theme, or an injury that you see or an age group that you see in your clinic? And again, without giving specific medical advice, is there anything they could have, should have, might have been able to do to help kind of prepare them for that? So that's a two-part question. Sure. What, what are you seeing? What's your, what's your typical clientele? And is there anything they could have done to not meet you? Sure. So I'd say the large majority of our patient caseload are uh, athletes from ages probably 14 to 23. Um, high school and college kids, and we see a lot of ACLs. Uh, a lot of ACL reconstructions are, um, I mean, those are probably 25% of our caseload. Um, now, second part of that question is how can someone reduce the risk of needing us for this injury? Um, what we see a lot of nowadays is um, people are specializing younger and younger, so they're choosing one sport and they're playing it all year round. Um, and, and so that in itself we see through the research, and I won't get too crazy into the research, but um, the, sur- the sooner and earlier you specialize, the higher the risk of, of injury. Um, so I, I encourage kids and parents to have multiple sports that they're playing. Don't just play one sport all year round because you develop the same movement pattern, the same muscle structures over and over and over again, versus if you play a different sport, you're able to change that, that uh, movement pattern and the muscles differently so you can get stronger. Um, the second piece of advice would be to start strength training early on. Now, that can look like a bunch of different things. It doesn't need to be you lifting a thousand pounds. It can be body weight exercises as long as you're with someone that knows what they're doing. So a strength coach that knows what they're doing, um, understands that that kid or that athlete's training age. But getting them in a structured strengthening program is also something that really decreases the risk for ACL tears, um, long-term injuries like that. And um, again, having them incorporate those strengthening programs throughout the year, not just a one piece of the year, but to be able to do that during season. And again, that volume will change a little bit. Um, and speaking of volume, that's another piece of the puzzle too. So all these kids, especially, and I hate to demonize lacrosse, but lacrosse and soccer are two of these big sports that have obviously your, your in-season sport and then big club programs that play, you know, three, four, six games in a weekend all summer long. And so when you're doing 
all these things, you have all this volume, fatigue sets in, and fatigue is another risk injury factor. So now you have volume, you have lack of strength, and now you have fatigue. All these factors play into the injury risk. Um, and so those are the things we really try to address with uh, educating parents, educating players, and just trying to fill in the gaps that they, each individual athlete, has. Very cool. That's that's pretty helpful. Is is there is there are there particular things like I watch Instagram way too much or, or YouTube way too much, and I seen recently there was a, a kid in this large trash can full of ice water. You know, and he, the lid comes up and he pops his head up, and it's like this whole you know I'm recovering. I'm, <laughs> and I guess when you're using there's modalities that a therapist would use like heat and ice and other things. Are there modalities that you use in the clinic? Obviously, heat and ice we can do at home. And you're probably not suggesting getting in a trash can full of ice water. That's a whole different thing. But are there modalities that you are fond of or that you're using in the clinic that you uh, like to use? Sure. Uh, an, an ice bath is a nice bath. It's good for you in, in some regards. Um, but as far as what we use in clinic, we typically are using a lot of these days vasopneumatic compression. So fancy word for those big air boots that you see. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, sure. Uh, <laughs> and that helps with swelling and, and pain a lot of times. So with those things on acute injuries um, or post-operative patients, that helps to get swelling out, which helps helps everything kind of come along in terms of range of motion uh, and muscle function. Um, and we'll also pair that with ice sometimes. But a lot of these things we can have patients do at home just to save us time in the clinic and get to the things that they really can't do um, at home by themselves. Very cool. So I could talk to you forever. I know you got to go and we got to move on. If people wanted more information about you, Andrew Livingston, or uh, True Sports Physical Therapy, is there a website? Is there any social media we can reach out to? Yeah. So our main website is uh, truesportspt.com. That'll take you to um, a website where you can see you know, who's operating what clinics, who's where, what other um, things that we offer for patients. And then we also have a main Instagram page. So the handle is truesportspt. And I also have my own Instagram page. A lot of the therapists do. Um, my personal Instagram page uh, for physical th- physical therapy is uh, Andrew J Livingston PT. And I know it's a mouthful, so I can definitely hold on, hold on, hold on. We we talked about this before the show too. So can you give me your personal Instagram handle again, just sure. because I want to hear the whole thing. <laughs> my personal Instagram handle again is Andrew J Livingston PT. Andrew, I want to thank you for coming. John, thank you for having me. I really appreciate being here. You've been listening to the AC Sports Report. As you know, there's a massive scene of youth sports in the DMV, and it's our passion to cover it all. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and review, and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.alstoncarlisle.com. Till next time, this has been the AC Sports Report.